0: What we're doing right now in our culture, in our world, in our churches, is we are not abiding in God's love. No, we're not. We are abiding in anxiety. We're abiding in fear. We are abiding in the 24-hour news cycle. We're abiding in frustration. We're abiding in failure. We're abiding in past. We are remaining, dwelling, continued, tearing, enduring, and anything other than the love of Jesus Christ.
1: It's time now for the Autumn Miles Show.
0: Hey, hey guys, it is your girl Autumn Miles. Welcome to your very first autumn miles show of 2023 can we believe it guys can we believe that it is happening (laughs) can we believe can we believe it is here um we made it 2023 we we're, we're here we're living in it and i'm just so incredibly I feel very expectant about this year in so many different ways. Personally, with the ministry, I have um, just an air of expectation about me. I'm like a kid sitting on the edge of my seat, like, okay, Lord, what are you going to do next? So um, I am so, so absolutely excited about this year and about what it's going to, to bring. And, you know, after the break... We are going to discuss the word, the prophetic word, that God has given me this year for our ministry. And um, that includes all of you. Um, This is the word that we're going to be watching for this year. And so I hope you stay with me after the break. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to get there. Okay. What's happening in my life? Well, the holidays were a blur. I feel like, you know, when August hits, it might as well be Christmas. And then it might as well be the beginning of the new year. But I have this moment that I want to talk to you guys about because I am cracking up. I love Christmas movies. Okay, so we have been watching every Christmas movie ever made of all time. And we will watch them multiple times. My favorite Christmas movie is White Christmas. Okay, if you have not seen this movie, and I am just freshly aware that some of the youngins, um, you know, thirty and below, have never seen this movie, and um, namely the girls that work for me, I I talk about White Christmas, and they're like, "You mean Muppets Christmas?" I'm like, "Muppets Christmas? What are you talking about?" <laughs> I don't know, no Muppets Christmas that doesn't even sound like it should go in a sentence. Have you watched the Muppets Christmas that? No, I don't watch that. White Christmas is a classic. It is awesome. It is wonderful. Okay. So I, this year, for some reason, I, um, I will, I have turned on White Christmas multiple times and I, it's so long. (laughs) The movie is like, two hours, maybe even longer than two hours. I'm not sure, but I'll fall asleep halfway through because I'm that girl. Like I have a lot to do during the day. So at night, if I get a chance to turn on a movie, like I'm not making it through an hour. As a matter of fact, my kids and my husband will plan on me falling asleep about an hour into a movie and then they'll go watch a different movie. That actually happens often. They're like, Mom's asleep. Time to go. Anyway, um, so we've watched this movie a lot, especially over the years. Like My older kids have seen it so many times. They know it. I can quote it. I can rehearse it. I I know all of the comebacks that Bing Crosby and, and Danny Kaye say back and forth to each other. We know the sisters song. We've choreographed it. The whole thing. We know it all. Okay. This year, however, I was watching this in my room and, um, Eddie is like, oh my gosh, we're watching this movie again. I'm like, I didn't see it. I haven't seen it to the end. Well, Grace walks in my room and all of a sudden, if you are a fan of this movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. Right after the Sister, Sister song, which is the two sisters, and they're sisters, sisters, they were never such devoted sisters, Danny, Kay, and the other girl, I don't know what her name is, um, they start dancing, they like, you know, they go outside, they start twisting, they start dancing, and you know, there is a lot of dancing in this movie. My child, Grace, decides that she wants to dance along with every single song this year. So she comes in my room. And she literally hits every single step that they do because we've watched it so many times. We then go on to watch the Mandy song. Do you guys know that song? If you know White Christmas, you know that song, Mandy, there's a minister, Mandy. Grace puts her hands up in the air. She starts twirling her hands. She, like, there's a lot of tap dancing in this movie, which I don't even know. Do people even tap dance anymore? I don't even know if they do. Grace is tap dancing. She's twirling. She's doing all this stuff. And I'm watching her, and I'm watching the movie, and I'm telling you, it's shocking how close it is. (laughs) And I'm telling you what. I wanted to watch it again last night, even though, you know, I've watched it so many times. And she's like, sure, mom, I'll dance to it. So she's funny, my kid. She also does it to the hot chocolate song, the hot, 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 hot chocolate in the Polar Express. She knows all the moves to that. And she has done that for us multiple times this year, too. Anyway that's just a little look at what has happened in my life over this holiday season. It's been wonderful. It's been great. My kids are getting funnier and funnier. I didn't think my kids could be any funnier than they were when they were younger. And now every day I am laughing at these kids because they're so funny. They're so full of life. They're so full of joy. And I just love to see what they're going to come up with next pretty funny. Anyway, that's what's happening in my life. After the break, we're going to move straight into 2023. You guys, we are here. It is happening. I can't wait to share with you what God told me. I'll see you in a sec.
2: Looking for a passionate speaker to bring the Word of God for your next conference or church function? We've got the girl for you. Autumn Miles is the founder of the Autumn Miles Ministries with the goal of spiritually challenging the way people think. Autumn is dedicated to teaching the Bible in an engaging and relatable way so that everyone can experience the Lord in a deeper way. Autumn is devoted to spiritually challenging people to draw closer to God. She is a passionate advocate for the Word of God, women, domestic violence victims, and adoption. So what are you waiting for? You can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement today. Just go to autumnmiles.com. Once there, just search the top of the index for the Invite Autumn tab. Click on it and scroll down for more information. Once again, that's autumnmiles.com. (sighs)
0: Okay, we're back from the break. And you guys, listen, I don't know how this has happened, but both of the producers that I have on this recording right now have not seen White Christmas. And you know what? I just want to cry inside because all of those years, they could have been experiencing such wonderful traditions. If you have never seen the movie, because now I just feel like maybe no one's seen it. Maybe I'm the only one that loves it because just because go see it. It's good. I understand it's January, but January is kind of depressing. So you need a little holiday cheer maybe in January. So watch it anyway. Okay. So here we go. Okay, guys, I got a word for you from the Lord. Now, listen, I have done this every year for a long time. And now I know it's kind of like a trendy thing. Like, you know, in the last 10 years, especially, I feel like everyone is like, this is my word. I've been doing this forever and my word, I don't pick. Okay. I want to just be super clear. Some people, you know, they just pick a word. Um, my word is a prophetic word. God gives me the word. And I think I, I know a couple of, um, a couple of people that do it that way where they pray through, you know, God, what, what are you prophetically going to tell me about the next year? i've had some real weird words before the weirdest would be when god spoke to me very clearly and said um shift and shed that was really weird that was i was like what does that even mean and then prophetically that year there was a lot of shifting and there was a lot of shedding we uh, it was a huge pruning year for the ministry And, you know, we've had all sorts of years, like uh, words, like um, last year, our word was renew. And I will probably talk about that renewing process that God took me specifically personally through this year, but also our ministry went through a huge renewing process and It was very prophetic and God, you know, God knows what he's doing. It was restore and renew. And and the Lord kind of told me both of those things at the same time. We have had words where 2020, this is so crazy, you guys. This is prophetic. In 2019, in uh, December, the Lord said the word for 2020 is multiply. Now, how I immediately, as soon as God tells me, this word, I kind of attach, I've learned not to, (laughs) especially after 2020, I have learned not to attach my definition onto the word that God gives us. But, you know, I was thinking something totally different and little did I know multiply meant a virus was going to multiply all over the world. And it was very prophetic. Obviously God knew that that was coming the whole time. I think 2021, our word was laugh. And anyway, it was very prophetic. One of my team members had a baby that year. One of my team members met her now husband that year. It was a year of complete and total laughter. So when I say the word I'm getting ready to tell you is a prophetic word, we have lived under this Um, the prophecy that God speaks over our ministry now for, you know, for a long time since 2009 and it's 2023. So what is that? 14 years. It's unbelievable what he gives us, but I was praying through this year and um, just, just what I believe God has for our ministry this year. And um, in, in, November, I'll really start unless I already know because sometimes I'll know in like September and then I'll have to hold it for months before I tell my team. And we're recording this early. So my team still doesn't know what the word is. (laughs) It's going to be a secret actually until tomorrow and we'll have we'll have our big unveiling of what that is. But Sometimes I know early in this year in uh, about November, the Lord started sh- um, almost highlighting this word to me. Now, this is going to be kind of vague, like a vague word, but I am going to talk you through it and just say, I believe this word is for our, the total, our total ministry, which means you out there as well, which means me, which means our team's we have several teams that work with us. We have book teams. We have podcast teams. We have social media teams. We have we have lots of people that pour in here. But I started seeing this word in uh, November and I thought, huh, it, it just illuminated to me. And when God speaks to me, it's something that maybe is ordinary to everybody else. But to me, it's um it makes an impression on my soul. It's not just the ordinary, you know, I'm reading a line. It's I'm reading in the scripture and all of a sudden this word jumps out to me and almost screams at me. And that's kind of how I write these messages for you. But I started seeing this word everywhere. I'd seen it in November. I asked the Lord very specifically, I want you to confirm this to me because sometimes it's like wishful thinking that I saw this word and I'm like, wow, I really like that word. I really want to be associated with it. Um, But I was praying God confirm. And you guys know I'm huge on scriptural confirmation. I think if you have a question about something, the word has the answer to it. So I was in my bed um, doing my quiet time in the morning a couple of weeks ago and I want to read this to you and then I'm gonna tell you what the word is. Isaiah 51 says this, listen to me. You who pursue righteousness. 51 1. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, into the quarry from which you were dug. Look to Abraham your father, and to Sarah who gave birth to you in pain. When he was but one, I called him. Then I blessed him and multiplied him. Indeed. The Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all of her waste spaces and her wilderness. He will make like Eden and her desert, like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her. Thanksgiving and sound of a melody. I was reading that passage of scripture when I had specifically set down to say, God, confirm, speak to me. I opened up my Bible and I said, speak to me through whatever passage it is that you lead me to. It was the first one I read. It's so crazy how specific the Lord is. I'm going to read it back to you. Indeed, the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all of her waste spaces in her wilderness he will make like eden and her desert like the garden of the lord joy and gladness will be found in her thanksgiving and sound of a melody joy and gladness will be found in her joy and gladness joy i was shocked to look down at the page and see the very word I was praying over, staring right back at me, the Lord has confirmed that for 2023, in our world, joy will be the prophetic word of our year. I looked um, and said, okay, Lord, I I see you. You ever go, I see you, Lord. I see you. I see what you're doing, Lord. He took me then to Isaiah 35. Now, again, I'm saying, Lord, let your word of God speak to me. Confirm that this is exactly what you have for this ministry and all who listen this next year. He took me to Isaiah 35, the wilderness. Oh, got my attention there after our six week of walk through the wilderness. The wilderness and the desert will be glad in the Arabah will rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It will blossom profusely and up. Here we go. Rejoice with rejoicing and shout of joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it. The majesty of Carmel and Sharon, they will see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Encourage The exhausted. Anyone out there exhausted today who needs encouragement? Encourage the exhausted. Encourage the exhausted. Strengthen the feeble. Say to those with an anxious heart, take courage, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. The recompense of God will come. He will save you. Rejoice with rejoicing and shout of joy. I'm still not convinced at this point, although I'm getting closer and closer because I feel the word of God just speaking. It was just like the pages of the word were just pouring over me. And I was sitting, uh, sitting there with, I've got like a little system. I've got like my notes and I've got my devotional and all these things. And I said, Lord, continue to speak. Word of God, speak, 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 speak to me. I then... The Lord transferred me to Isaiah 66, and I looked down to my Bible, on my Bible. The heading to what I'm getting ready to read to you is what my eyes set on. And guys, I just sat there and just cried for a little bit because joy is such a good word. <laughs> it's like, do I, do I receive it? Do do I walk in this? Is this, is this? really? Is this coming? I mean, we've, you know, multiply was rough, you know, uh, the renew and and restore that was better, but it was like, Lord. And I looked down in the heading. Listen to this guys. This is how specific God is to us. I looked down in the heading of this passage when I'm, uh, which I'm getting ready to read to you says this joy in Jerusalem's future. Joy in Jerusalem's future. That's legit what I, my eyes rested on joy in Jerusalem's future. And it was as if God said, you didn't get it wrong. I am speaking your word for 2023 is joy. Let me read it to you. Be joyful. Verse 10, Isaiah 66, verse 10, be joyful with Jerusalem and rejoice for her. All you who love her be exceedingly glad with her. All you who mourn over her. I'm going to skip down as one mother, verse 13, whom his mother comforts. So I will comfort you and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. Then you will see this and your heart will be glad. And your bones will flourish like the new grass and the hand of the Lord will be made known to his servant. He will be indignant towards his enemies for behold, the Lord will come and fire in fire and his chariots like a whirlwind joy in Jerusalem's future. Be joyful with Jerusalem and rejoice for her. I felt at that point, I was like, okay, Lord. <laughs> I absolutely hear you. And I just want to ask you today, do you need that? Do you need joy? Have you lost joy? Are you void of joy? I'm not saying have you lost Jesus because you have, you can't. Once you got him, you got him. But I actually think this is a word that's kind of like a a hug to our souls. We all want joy. We all need joy. We all ask God, you know, where is my joy? David is even quoted saying, I will, in the scripture, restore to me. I believe it's in uh, Psalm 51. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Lamentation says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Why is that verse so comforting to us? Because we all love, want, need, desire, joy. And one of the things that I'm seeing in our culture right now is that there's a lot of arguing. There's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of finger pointing. There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of anger. Um, And I'm looking around at the people that love Jesus and I'm saying, but where is the joy? Where did it go? How do we get it back? (laughs) What's the path doing that. Now this is a prophetic word. So only God can truly define and knows how this will play out over the next 12 months for our ministry. But I'm telling you right now, I do believe that this is a mandate of joy. You know, in Luke two, as we have just gone through so much, of the Christmas story, and we really talked about it from the angle of Joseph. I want to read to you what the angels said to the shepherds in Luke 2.10. It says, but the angel said to them, don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all people. This joy is for all people. For today, In the city of David, there has been born to you a savior who is Christ the Lord. Good tidings or good news of great joy, depending on your version of the Bible. So here I feel very strongly from the Lord. Joy. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good, God. I don't know what you're doing. And the Lord kind of pricked my heart a little bit. And he was like, I want you to ask them, have they lost their joy? And then further, as I was praying and as I was um, just kind of enveloped, if that's even a word, in the um, scripture, even further, the Lord said they have lost their joy. And I want you to challenge them on how to give it back, because get it back, because you can fake joy, you can fake happiness, you can fake it. We all can fake it for 10 minutes at church or an hour at church or an hour at your school play or an hour or whatever, but... If you know where the state of your soul is, and I'm going to give you some tips right now on how to begin that process of restoring to you the joy of your salvation. The angel made a declarative uh, statement. I bring you. It's here. I bring you. Here we here you go. Good tidings, great joy, all people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I want to transport you from Luke two. If you're like, I don't got no joy, and I don't know how to get it back, and honestly, it, it seems too hard to get it back. I don't know where to find it. I don't even know where to look for it. I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't. Where is? Am I ever gonna be joyful again? I've been depressed. I've been depressed for all this time. I've been upset for all this time. I've been this for all this time. How in the world am I going to get it back? Well, it's amazing. How about 30, 30 to 33 years later? Jesus, I bring you good tidings of great joy, Luke 2. Jesus stands up and he says this. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy May be full in you and that your joy may be made full. John 15, 11. Let me read that again. Angel, I'm bringing you good tidings of great joy. It's here. Baby's born. Jesus, 33 years later, says this. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may may be made full doesn't that sound like a glass of ice cold water i want my joy to be filled up i want it to be full right now i'm running on e you know who knows about running on e my daughter she's got a car and she just um you know runs on e a lot (laughs) I got in her car the other day and I was like, Grace, you are legit going, if I have to pull over and like come get you on the side of 635, the loop that goes around Dallas because you didn't get gas, I'm going to be mad. Like I'm going to be frustrated at you because ain't no reason why you should have an empty gas tank. And I look around at the church, and I look around at everyone around me, and they are running literally below E, on their joy. And this is what I know about us believers. We all want to be full of joy. We want that. We just have no idea how in the world do we even get there again. We got the junk kicked out of us a couple of years ago. And it just seems like the hate is building. And all this stuff is building and building building. we don't know how to get to a place of joy. Jesus tells you in John 15 how to do it. Let me read it. Fifteen five five says this, John fifteen five. Jesus is speaking here. I am the vine. You are the branches. Now listen to what he says. Don't check out because you might know this passage already. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit for apart from me. You can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up, and they gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Seven, if you abide in me, in my words, abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this so that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Verse 9, just as the Father has loved me, I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you is what I just read. So that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. This is what I realized as I read the word abide. He's saying... Um, Right here. You just need to abide in my love. Now, what does the word abide mean? Remain, dwell, continue, tarry, endure, remain, dwell, continue, tarry, endure, remain in my love, dwell in my love, continue in my love, tarry in my love, endure, endure it all in my love love. And it checked me like nothing else. It hit so different when I read that uh, very recently. What we're doing right now in our culture, in our world, in our churches, is we are not abiding in God's love. No, we're not. We are abiding in anxiety. We're abiding in fear. We are abiding in the 24-hour news cycle. We're abiding in frustration. We're abiding in failure. We're abiding in past. We are remaining, dwelling, continue, tearing, enduring, and anything other than the love of Jesus Christ. We have chosen, and I think that Satan has gotten our eyes off, the love of Christ. In 1 Corinthians 13, it tells you exactly what abiding in God's love does for you. Because 1 Corinthians 13 is the definition of love. Let me read it. Love is patience. Abide in love. 1 Corinthians 13.4. Love is kind. Abide in kindness. It is not jealous. Abide in the unjealousy. Love does not brag. It is not arrogant. Abide in the humility of the love of Christ. It does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek his own. It is not provoked. It does not take into account any wrong suffers. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things. Jesus is telling you in John 15, abide in this. I'll bear this for you. I'll bear your fear for you. I'll bear your frustration for you. I'll bear your anger for you. I'll bear that trial for you because my love bears all things. It believes all things. Isn't it amazing? That John 15, Jesus is saying, Abide, abide in me, abide in my love. This is what his love is. Abide in the fact that I will believe all things for you. I, he is the faithful one. He's the one that can make your belief come to sight. Listen to what he is saying here. It hopes all things, it endures all things. Do you know that Jesus has a love? for you that will endure every mistake you've ever made, the mistakes that you're making right now, and the mistakes that you'll eventually make, all the problems that you have, all the trials that you have, his love can endure it all. Love never fails. A love that is so not failing, it literally never, never means never fails. It's never gonna fail you. And he says all this, and it's a verse that we quote, It's a verse that we put on an Instagram thing and we put out there. And then he says this, these things I've spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. What have you been abiding in in 2022? Did you abide? Did you remain, dwell, continue, tarry, endure in anxiety, frustration, worry? Did you remain in a mindset of doubt? Did you endure a mindset of anger? Were you paranoid in 2022? In order to... Have this word really be a part of your life in 2023. We have to change what our minds and our souls are abiding in. It's like changing clothes. Listen. I'm not wearing those jeans anymore because uh, those jeans aren't cool anymore. So I'm going to buy some new jeans and I'm going to put them on. And my daughter tells me that bell-bottom jeans are all the rage these days. And so that's what I'm going to wear from now on. (laughs) It's putting on a new way of where you mentally spend your time. It's putting on something new. Because it's going to be for here the first couple of months, it's going to be decision to build a habit. Nope. I've been anxious all day. I'm going to choose to abide in love, not anxiety. I've been fearful all day. I'm going to choose. I'm going to go back to first Corinthians 13 and I'm going to abide in that. He endures all things. He hopes all things. Um, He believes all things. It's changing what we allow ourselves to sit in mentally. That is what Jesus himself said. These things I have spoken to you. I just told you a bunch of really good stuff. So that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. Oh, I just want us to start to do that, okay? As a ministry, imagine what God could do with all of us if we stop remaining, dwelling, continue, tearing, enduring in that stuff. I'm not saying that stuff's not going to happen. I'm not naive. I'm living a normal life. But I am saying making a conscious effort not to abide there. If you catch yourself in a swirling, ruminating thought process of doubt, get out of the doubt and abide in the love. Abide in the patience, abide in the kindness, abide in the bearing of all things. Because Jesus tells us, Jesus tells us, that is how your joy may be made full. If you're missing joy, that's our word this year. And let me tell you, we are going to abide in the love of the Lord this year. There is nothing that that love can't bring, including joy. It's also one of the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, you know, the whole thing. Um, let me pray for you guys today. Lord, we are so grateful that your word is so specific. I'm so, thank you, Holy Spirit, that your word is so incredibly you just are so aware, you're so timely, Lord, your word is just, it's so relevant, Father, I just thank you so much that you are so acquainted with all of us, with all of our thoughts, with all of our ways, God, I pray this year for everyone that's listening today, I just pray, Father God, that you would overwhelm them with this principle, with this fruit of the Spirit that they might not even enjoyed, Lord, for maybe a couple of years. Maybe they've never enjoyed it. That thought just hit me. Maybe they've never walked in joy. They've had moments of joy. But maybe they've never walked in joy. And why does that hit me so sad, Lord? God, I pray that they would find it in you. I pray that their prayer would be just like David prayed. Restore to me the joy, the joy of my salvation. I pray that they would evaluate, God, what they're abiding in. And Father God, I just pray that you would bless them. I pray that you would bless 2023. I pray that you would bless where we're going. Um, I thank you, Lord, that this is a fruit of your spirit, the spirit of the living God. So, Lord, we ask for it. We ask for you to swell it in our hearts and our souls this year. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. I love you guys so much. I'm feeling really good about this. I'm feeling really hopeful about this. So I hope you are too. I hope this helped you. I hope it just helps it make it very practical for you. What are you abiding in? Stop. If it's not love, don't abide there. Get out of there. Put on your bell-bottom jeans that are apparently cool now. Change it up. Change it up. It's time. 2023. Let's go. I'll see you after the break with a question from one of you and a story about what God's doing in your life. I'll see you in a sec.
1: Are you new to this whole Jesus thing and don't know where to start? Or maybe you've been following him for a while and you want to dig deeper into the word of God. Then you've come to the right place. Each month, Autumn hosts an online, in-depth Bible study through Facebook Live called The Jesus Initiative. The Jesus Initiative is a monthly spiritual challenge to anyone willing to join and grow deeper in their faith. She covers topics such as how to wait when waiting is hard, moving forward in faith even when you're terrified, and how to combat the spiritual warfare in your mind. Autumn's desire is to help break down complex topics in a way that's easy for everyone to understand and implement into their everyday lives. The goal of the Jesus Initiative is to tackle real-life topics in a real-life way, grounded in the Word of God. Understanding the things of God doesn't have to be hard. If you're a believer who wants to grow in your faith and strengthen your relationship with God, these Bible studies will challenge you in all the right ways. Simply search Autumn Miles on Facebook or follow her on Instagram at, at @AutumnMiles Miles and click the follow button so you can stay in the loop for when the next Bible study starts.
0: Let's go. Okay, guys, I'm so excited about our, I'm just so pumped. I'm so pumped about our whole year and um, what God, I, God wants to do for us this year. I just, we were just talking a, a little bit um, during the break about <sighs> that really hit me when I was praying. Uh, someone is listening and I feel like they, they've never truly walked in from a place of joy, not just happiness, but soul rest, abiding in the love of the Lord. And I know that could sound cliche, but but I don't, I don't think it is. I think there's less people that have truly walked in the joy of the Lord than have. So it's going to be a fun year uh, to watch. Okay. Um, I've got a question from you and then I have a story from you. I'm going to go to the story first. It says, I've been dreaming and praying about serving in my church to be on the worship team. I have been at this church for several years and have not gotten up the courage to start serving on the team like this. Finally, after all these years, I'm on our worship and production team. These messages on the wilderness reminded me I needed to leave my wilderness. Okay, I love that. Is anyone out there like... I really want to be on the worship team, but I don't know how to ask. I don't know what to do or whatever. Go. I'm telling you from a perspective of a husband who's a pastor and all my family are pastors and we've been in ministry forever. They want to hear from you. (laughs) So if you're like, do I ask? Do I talk? What do I do? How do I get involved? You know, whatever. Satan is going to give you every excuse in the book not to get involved. He's going to tell you, you're too busy. You don't have what they want. You're this. But once you get involved in church, there is an immediate community on that team. Some of you guys are lonely and you're like, I don't know what to do. Go to church. Serve on a team. Be an usher. Be a greeter. Immediately, you're going to have a community there. And, like, whoever wrote this in said, um, I got up the courage to start serving on the team, and now they're on the team. So, listen, if you're like, I'm lonely, I need whatever, go to church, walk up to someone, and say, can I serve? Can you say hello to everybody? Yes then you could be on the greeting team. <laughs> can you pass things out in church? Well, yes, you can. Well, then be on the, you know, an usher or whatever. You're going to have an immediate group. If you're lonely, that's where I'd start for 2023. Okay, here's a question from you. Will we go to heaven if we believe in God and his son, Jesus? Yes. The Bible says, believe in the name of the Lord and thou will be saved. You and your household read. Okay. It goes on. Read the Bible and pray, but we have a sin that we cannot move away from. Okay. I should have read that whole thing first. (laughs) Listen, the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, When we believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says very clearly that we will be saved. Okay, getting forgiveness from your sins because Jesus died on the cross is paramount. That's why Jesus came to die on the cross for our sin, for everything that we did wrong. I will tell you this in this question. um, You said, but we have a sin that we cannot move away from. Yes, you can. (laughs) yes you can I have thought that over so many things that I've struggled with in my life and I'm thinking I am never going to move away from this the Bible calls us in Christ Jesus more than a conqueror we are more we're not just a conqueror we are more than a conqueror if you have something in your life and it is hard. And I'm not saying it's easy. Addiction is extremely difficult. A lot of times it takes counseling. A lot of times it takes outside help. Um, if you feel like there is a, a, something that has just really got you, it is not greater than the power of God in your life. It is just not greater. Not that we're not going to struggle because that's just not true um we we're still human we'll still struggle um with sin or whatever but god jesus is always there to forgive us from our sin i would say if there is something that you cannot move away from now that i read the whole uh, question in its totality get with a pastor a counselor a good biblical counselor get with someone who can help give you the tools that you need to move past it okay Um, I have seen people that have turned their back on all sorts of addiction and all sorts of things. And that might be something that the enemy is just telling you, you can't move away from this. You can't move away from this. But that's contradictory to what the Bible says. So I'm always going to err on the side of that. Thank you so much for your question, guys. Thank you for... The show, thank you for listening. I'm so excited that we're rocking into 2023 together. It's going to be a great year. We don't know what it holds, but we know who holds it. We know the Bible talks about the Lord's eyes being on our entire year from the beginning to the end. And God has already seen what's going to take place this year. He's seen what's going to take place, the good, the bad, in your life. He's seen his leadership in your life this year. And let's abide. Let's abide in his love so that our joy may be full. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. We're going to start an amazing series. And I think one more week, it's going to be awesome. You're not going to want to miss. So prepare your hearts for that, but I'll see you have a great week. Thanks guys for listening. Let's go.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the autumn Miles show to find out more, go to autumnmiles.com. Once you're there, you can check out the many resources that autumn has available from her books and past episodes to her video series. We've got all the tools you need to help you grow deeper in your relationship with God. Once again, that's autumnmiles.com. To get connected and for more encouraging content, you can follow Autumn on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search for Autumn Miles in your internet browser. We appreciate your prayers and support for this ministry. It's because of you that we have been able to impact millions of people worldwide, and that we can continue to serve those who need to hear Autumn's message of victory and promise. Find out how you can come alongside us when you go to automiles.com. Just search the top of the index for the support tab. Thank you for listening in today, and be sure to join us next time for another episode of The Autumn Miles Show.